Welcome to the Upbeat Podcast, powered by CoachArt, a show that's dedicated to providing resources for families impacted by childhood chronic illness. For articles, videos, and show notes, visit our platform at theupbeat.coachart.org. All right, welcome everybody. This is Greg, the executive director of CoachArt and the co-host of the Upbeat Podcast. I'm here with our co-host, Roxanne. Hi, I'm the marketing director at CoachR and also a parent of a child with a chronic illness. And the Upbeat is powered by CoachArt. Uh, our nonprofit organization does free arts and athletics to any child impacted by any chronic illness currently in L.A., the Bay Area, or San Diego. Uh, we have an amazing guest today. Uh, Denise is a former figure skater and currently an ice skating instructor. Uh, in 1996, she started an amazing program called Learn to Skate, which was a class for kids with a range of special needs. Uh, and she has taught that class for the last 22 years at the Oakland Ice Center. Uh, in 2005, she became an ABA early interventionist and social skills facilitator and has worked for the Moraga School District as an intensive instructional assistant and as an inclusion assistant. Um, she is just generally really interested in the social and physical well-being of the special needs population, uh, is a certified autism movement therapist, um, and uh, is also a U.S. figure uh, skating Special Olympics therapeutic skating committee member. What an amazing and impressive background and somebody who we're thrilled to talk to. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today, Denise. Thank you for having me. So let's start with your story, if you don't mind. Tell us a little bit, you know, part of what, what uh, we always talk about is the importance of arts and athletics in kids' lives. Tell us a little bit about skating in your life, how you got interested in it, and the role that it played in your childhood. Well, I was um, introduced to skating by an um, aunt who just took me to the rink to watch skating. I saw a boy in double runner blades just running on the ice and gliding, and I thought, that's what I want to do. So my mom signed me up for skating lessons, and I continued through competitive skating um, locally, nothing national or anything, and um, just always had an interest in skating. Did you have any heroes at the time, any any uh, skater figure skaters who were in the Olympics that you really looked up to, anything like that? Yes. My um, idol was Dorothy Hamill. Mm, yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. After she won the Olympics, she was skating with kids who were blind. And I thought to myself at 16, I want to do that. I want to help people with special needs to learn to ice skate and feel the freedom of skating on the ice. Wow. So the seeds of that entire long and impressive and inspiring biography that I just read came from watching Dorothy Hamill uh, doing that skating program with, with kids who were blind. Is that right? Exactly. That's incredible. Um, so then how did you first start to get involved with helping kids with special needs to skate uh, themselves? Um, I saw an inspirational uh, program on TV called How'd They Do That? And Elizabeth O'Donnell, who started this the Skating Association for the Blind and Handicapped, which it was called at the time, um, was on there. And she was 
skating with kids with special needs and showing the progress and everything that they they made. So it really inspired me. And as it was, um, she offered a seminar in Buffalo, New York, to train people who are interested in this type of skating and helping others. Um, so I attended it in July of 1995 and um, was able to come back to California. And there was a rink opening in Oakland. It was under construction at the time. And I went in and asked if they would like a program uh, with to help kids with special needs. And they said, of course. So that's how it started. So you were in the process of starting the special needs skating program in Oakland before the Oakland ice skating rink even existed. That's, uh, that is ambitious and phenomenal. Can you tell me a little bit about the special sharks and particularly the, the sled hockey um, uh, iteration of the special sharks and, and um, any, any successes there? Sure. Um, in 2017, we, the Sharks, San Jose Sharks, were going to um, host the USA Hockey's Disabled Hockey Festival. So we started a special hockey team in Oakland. We were approached by um, Trooper Johnson from the Bay Area Outreach and Recreation Program um, to begin a sled hockey program at the rink. And so we started the or he came in and started the sled hockey program um, and was also part of the Disabled Hockey Festival. Their first year team won the national championships. Wow. At the Special Hockey Festival. Sure. So, Denise, what role have uh, the San Jose Sharks themselves played in your ability to make an impact on so many lives? Well, they have afforded me the opportunity to be able to run my program the way I see fit. And I have the full support of my skating director, David Hicks, and our manager, Melissa Fitzgerald at the Oakland Ice Center, as well as uh, San Jose Shark Organization. Nice. And uh, what do you think motivates uh, a team like the Sharks to get involved in a program like this? It's just um, good community relations, um, seeing the need for programs like this and just being able to help the community. All of these uh, kids that you worked with, can you tell me any uh, kids that particularly come to mind, sort of examples of the impact and, and um, the role that this program has uh, with kids who participate? Um, one recent student um, or athlete came to us um, because their therapist recommended a physical activity for them because they had low muscle tone in their midsection and um, was slouching and slumping and at school. And so they decided to try ice skating. And he started about 12 weeks ago. And within the 12 weeks, he is now um, independently skating with a stronger core than he had when he arrived. Um, he's really a joy to skate with. Um, and then what about for you personally, sort of what, what impact has, has doing this role had on you? What are, what are sort of your, uh, what has your been, your experience been, um, in being in this role? 
Well, when I first started, I had really no experience with kids with special needs, but a passion. And that passion turned into um, becoming an autism therapist after a few years of working with the kids um, on the ice. Then I started and became educated in teaching kids off the ice in schools and working as an interventionist within the school system, making sure that the kids were included in the classroom and in all the activities at school. Nice. That's great. Um, so we've talked about the, the kids that have really stood out. We've talked about the role that it plays in the family and, and yourself. Uh, the volunteers who participate, um, what do you think uh, they get out of the program? What do you think um, draws volunteers to, to participate in your particular program? Well, some of the volunteers are high school and middle school students who need um, hours of volunteerism. So they come and they participate and they have a lot of fun, but then they leave right. when their hours are up. But other um, volunteers who come just on their own volition, they they love it. When they've come, they, they have an interest. They don't know what they're getting themselves into. But once they get in there and they're helping the kids and they see the joy on the kids' faces and and the interactions that they have with the, the kids, they um, – they just thank me. They say, this has impacted my life. This is wonderful. I'll never forget this. And, and so they continue to volunteer all the time. What do you think it is about skating in particular uh, that has a, a really special impact on the, on the kids who participate? Give them the freedom to be themselves on the ice. They feel that cool air rushing and, they, and the gliding. It's a, it's a you know, full body sensation. That uh, makes me want to put on a pair of skates and find an ice rink as well. You should. <laughs> Denise, I was wondering, you mentioned earlier on um, the child that came to you uh, to build their stomach muscles. You must have other stories that you can share with us on, on how skating has built self-confidence and just made them feel like more than um, a special needs child or a patient. Uh, basically all our kids, um, once they get on the ice and they feel that freedom, they do gain confidence because it's something they can do on their own. They love it. Um, we try to engage them sometimes in games, but they're like, nope, I just want to skate because I can do this and I feel free. I don't want anything, you know, around me. I just want to do this. Um, we had one skater who um, took private lessons from some of our coaches and she also participated in some uh, figure skating competitions across the country, which she enjoyed. Um, when we first started the program, there was a boy who would come in and um, he was a, a boy with autism who wasn't verbal and he was afraid of the ice. And the first day he went out on the ice, he literally picked his feet up and would not put his feet on the ice. And I basically carried him around the ice for 45 minutes. Wow. This was before we had chairs. <laughs> uh -huh. That would have been a lot easier. But anyway, so um, it took years to work with him. And he finally stood on the ice and skated. And he would just latch on like it was his dying day. And he would just latch onto our fingers. And so we finally started 
taking our gloves off. So he was holding the glove. And then he would skate holding the glove. And then we kind of let go of the glove, but he was still holding the glove, but not on us. And he finally learned to skate on his own. It took oh, wow. five it took five years, but it, it, it worked. And so now he skates independently. Oh, that's, that's so great. sweet. One thing I loved in what you were describing was you said that in the beginning you had a passion for this cause, but not experience. Uh, do you remember anything in those first students that you taught uh, who showed up for this program where sort of what, what the transition was like for you from passion uh, but no experience to getting more experienced and kind of learning the best way to, to deal uh, and, and handle the students who are coming in? Sure. With, after the um, seminar in Buffalo, we came back and there were five of us from the Bay or from California and four of us from the Bay Area who attended this seminar. So we kind of got together and um, at the time San Jose had a program and one of the, the, well, the person who started the program attended this seminar as well. So I would drive from Walnut Creek to San Jose on Friday afternoons to volunteer in her program. And then, um, that's when I heard that Oakland was going to build a rink. And so I had the experience from volunteering in the program to be able to start the program in Oakland. Um, do you know of other organizations that do uh, similar work with a similar population other places across the country? Yeah, they're all over the country now. Um, skating rinks are incorporating adaptive skating into their skating programs because it's something that um, is wanted and needed in the community. And if somebody's listening, is it, do you know of any directory where people can find out or is it as simple as just contacting your local skating rink and seeing what they have available? Exactly. Contact your local skating rink, see if they have a program. If they don't, ask them if they could start a program and have the um, coaches or someone that's interested in starting a program um, just work with the community. And what about uh, in Oakland? Have, have you had any partner organizations that you would recommend or, or that you've um, worked with uh, as part of this program? Uh, we've worked with the Oakland School District. We have an adaptive PE program where some of the schools come in and take a class um, of skating, which then goes for credit towards their adaptive PE. Oh, nice. That's great. Um, so you've clearly built just an unbelievable uh, program o over the last uh, 22 and 23 years. Um, what do you see for the future of this program that you've built? What do you hope that it, that it uh, looks like and is accomplishing a few years from now? Well, we are trying to um, develop a new program um, for the community where they come in and they learn to skate. And we also have um, a fitness portion to it off of the ice as well. Denise, thank you again so much for joining us on the Upbeat Podcast. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Your experience is unbelievable and inspiring, and you've made such a huge impact on, on so many families and kids' lives. So thank you so much for the work that you do and for sharing your tips and, and experience and advice with us today. 
Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you. You can find more content like this at theupbeat.coachart.org, where we have blog posts, podcasts, and YouTube clips, as well as a Facebook group that you can join and share your own helpful advice with other families who are dealing with social and emotional questions about kids going through chronic illness. So we hope to see you there. Thanks so much. Thank you. 